Yo, what's up, family? Welcome to another episode of Fresh Farrell Entertainment. We're your hosts. I'm Boris Farrell. It's the guy, Donnie Ascended. And the Grand Poobah, Rod the Guy. Come back here another banger for the people. <laughs> the Grand Poobah. <laughs> Yo, where is that shit from, bro? Where I forgot, from? bro, but you came to me. Yo, I remember that, John. I, was like, I, I ain't gonna lie. I remember that, too. But I don't know where it's from. Yo, I remember because you ain't finding too much shit saying words like poobah. <laughs> like something somewhere in the back of my mind, I just hear somebody saying the grand poobah. That sounds like shit Master Uwe would say on the low. <laughs> but y'all read the title. We doing another meditation-based episode, but this one's gonna be way more intense intensive than the last one because I don't know about y'all, but lately I was telling the guys off air past few weeks for me meditation basis unlocked a lot of things a lot of breakthroughs a lot of knowledge a lot of information i've been going crazy on my book selection my book list is like 60 60 plus right now and i'm going through these you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so in that too i'm gonna definitely uh give y'all some of the books that i've been reading that y'all could utilize to help y'all use some of these tools and stuff like i said it's it's too much I think meditation is one of those initial things you have to master or at least start doing in order to um, truly, you know, understand as a culture to understand the science of the you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, down with your own thoughts. Like, I feel like meditation isn't about just like, uh, ooh, finding peace or just trying to be one with yourself. I feel like those are byproducts. Yeah, like those are definitely byproducts of it, right? But mm-hmm. it's not the goal of meditation. And that's why I think people struggle with it because you use a meditation to look for peace in your mind, but that's not going to happen just through the meditation itself because through meditation, your subconscious is trying to show you other shit. And so you struggle with it because the mind is in a constant state of chaos. And instead of trying to shut out all the chaos, you got to accept the chaos. You got to understand why it's so chaotic in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And reality it's nothing but chaos energy. It's, reality is in chaos constantly. I mean, just look at space. It's a star blowing up. Then next thing you know, it's a nebula in the sky. It's a pulsar. It's a quasar. And nonstop shit just <laughs> nuking out there. You know what I'm Stuff just be happening on a time scale and billions of years just constantly. And so, I'm going to jump into some techniques that I've tried. And these are techniques that work for me. So nothing I'm saying here is definite or absolute you find what works for you but i'm expressing what works for me and may possibly help you in your journey too that's what the whole thing is about because this whole show is about you know what i'm saying mm. so and i know i gave y'all i gave y'all some uh techniques did y'all try any of those techniques i did i did them like three days mm-hmm. yeah i i don't like one of the techniques i gave y'all y'all can guess which one it is one of them just i really don't like the uh Oh, yeah, make yourself dizzy. I do not like Nah, that. that's the what I was thinking of. What are you talking about? Uh, rolling your head? Yeah, I, I really, I, it's effective, but it, it, it gets you there. But what I'm going to say is the most ultimate beginner technique, right? Listen imagine, to you, Imagine, wait, can y'all hear me? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Imagine an object, right? Mm-hmm. An apple, an orange, a banana. So you want to close your eyes and imagine that, and you want to try to feel it. So with your eyes closed, you want to see if you can you feel the banana? I mean, the, whatever it is, can you feel the apple? Can you feel the texture? Can you remember the texture? Then think about the smell of the apple. 
Think about the fields. And you basically you using all your five senses with your eyes closed and you're almost manifesting an object in your hand. You see what I'm saying? Mm. You need to treat it as if it's something there, something intangible, but it will feel tangible. So let's say right now, if you were to close your eyes and put your hand out, imagine an apple and imagine all the fields. There's no one can tell you there's not an apple in your hand right now, right? Mm-hmm. And so this experience with your senses, it stimulates you without something actually being there. You can physically feel the apple, right? When you shut your mind off. So what that does is you're trying to activate your alpha waves, the alpha, that alpha frequency, because you know, on the day-to-day life, they, you, you just being up, your, your mind is in beta, in beta waves. You know what I'm saying? When you sleep, you know, you got Delta, Theta, et cetera, et cetera. So the waking mind, the conscious mind is always in beta waves. The mm-hmm. alpha mind is in that state of meditation, right? And what the alpha waves do is that it shuts down your conscious mind, right? Mm-hmm. Stop you so, from thinking. when you're focusing this apple in your hand or whatnot, what you're doing is you're sharpening that focus and you're trying to stay on that simple thing as long as possible. So, you're trying to stay in alpha state for as long as possible. That's what meditation is you staying in the alpha state as long as physically possible, right? It's like uh, mental gymnastics. You know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna lie. That remind me of like two different things, by the way, from two different places. So right, right. so for one of them, when you earlier was talking about them with your senses, it was way back when I was playing, I played ball for school. He got it from, I believe, was it Clemson's coach or Alabama's former coach? It was like they had like a sensory thing where before they had like a med- meditation practice, we had to like, you had to like smell five, no, you had to see five things, hear four things. Uh, touch three things, smell one thing, and taste something. That's like puts you like truly in the moment kind of thing. That was one. Mm-hmm. The second thing was when you brought in about imagine holding the ball. You remember that um old myth would be like you only use like ten percent of your brain, right? Yeah. yeah, they're saying like, well, I think that's from brain games actually. When they said just the act of you imagine you're holding a ball and throwing it to yourself activates like basically your entire brain at once and i was like that's really interesting well, and that you know that was the whole premise of the the movie lucy and all that was that scarlett johansson activated 100 yeah. percent. but mm-hmm. the whole premise is that you in the conscious state can't do you can't okay you can't do the shit you think is impossible in your conscious mind because you're using logic and school training that's telling you you can't do that shit you know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's telling you, you're fighting against your, you fight, your ego is like, nigga, you can't do that shit. That don't make no sense. So mm-hmm. you won't allow yourself to. But how come, if it's not possible, how can your dreams make everything possible and to this extent, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so after you do the apple, you bump it up. You increase the rigor for yourself, right? Mm-hmm. And the goal is to increase the rigor while keeping out the chatter. So now you can go from forming an object to now envisioning yourself. And then envision yourself, I don't know, in your room meditating. Or imagine, what's the place you in all the time? Say, like, the bathroom. Imagine yourself in the motherfucking bathroom on the toilet. You know what I'm saying? Oh, actually, don't do that. Because that's how <laughs> they like, say if you used to dream. Used to I can do the same thing. Like, I can envision myself in a comic book store while I'm sitting in my room laying down. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. And then if you want to go even further, which will really be activating the alpha wave, put yourself in a place you ain't never been. Right? Mm. And see if you can. So imagine your. I imagine myself on the pyramid of Giza, not on the pyramid, but out there with the pyramids. I can feel the sand. I can feel the dry heat. My lips was chappy as soon as I sat down. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I can feel all those things. That I can feel the air. I can feel the air, the dryness, all just through there. But I ain't never been there in my life yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. 
And so that's the goal because then I'm not saying you don't have to go there because if you want to go there for sure, go there. But I'm saying you don't have to go there to go there. <laughs> right. Beyond the physical, like anywhere in your life you can go. It just starts from your mindset, you know what I'm saying? Where how you can put yourself in that situation or in that position before you're actually there. And like had a faith and a belief that you are already there. You feel me? So exactly start off small with the apple and then gradually work your way up to like you said, with how you would imagine yourself, you know, being in another location. Imagine yourself being in a a whole new you know, life situation. Imagine yourself being right. in a new job position. Imagine yourself being, you know, in that new whip or that new spot you want or, you know what I'm saying, whatever it is that you want. You feel me? You got to start off small and, you know, really be able to, to master that skill of putting yourself there before you actually there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when you access this meditative state and you using your alpha wave, you are also tapping into the astral plane, but we'll go into that more specifically on another episode. But just know that you can coincide the two, right? At certain points, mm-hmm. they do overlap to a certain extent, but it's all just you using your alpha waves. So tie it up. So let's say, so you using your imagination, that's really the key. And it's funny because, again, think about what I tell people is that everything that we really are expressing in these methods and that we're trying to teach on this show, you were doing as a child with ease. Actually. Right. When you say imagine, your, when I say meditate, imagine yourself there. One, I tell people when it comes to meditating, you can meditate however you want. There is now while lotus position and all that is great and i preferably do lotus position because i got a long back you feel me hey bro you just gotta keep it a bean and so but i also meditate walking i can meditate laying down and it's all about what bro, that's actually in in one of the books I'm, i'll be reading on meditation they actually say uh you know you want to get to the point where you can do active meditation, where you can just be in the car in traffic, you know, exactly. and, and you mm-hmm. meditating, goddamn, like, you you really, you still able to remain completely in the moment and mindful of what's going on around you, but, like, what's going on with things. Yep, and that's the alpha state. That's the alpha state. And so, for example, like, when you zone out, I want to touch this later, but we can touch a little bit now. Like, when you zone out, you are in alpha state because you are aware, but you're not aware. And the best, the best example that everybody do is when you're driving and you don't even remember how you got home. You don't even nah, remember bro. The best example, I think that's just flow state in general. I think a lot yeah. of athletes can. Like, oh, not even just athletes, but like anybody who, who like got a skill or who just be like doing something and you in that flow state and it's like you just operating. Thinking, you're just thinking and then, or when you, when nah, you, it's like ultra instinct, bro. You're not even yeah. thinking. Like, your shit is going by itself. Right? It's like your body just know what Autopilot, yeah. Facts. And I do this at work every day. Like, in my, in my job, from, I, when I got to go pick something up from, like, the little modeling shop, it's like a five-minute walk across the building. Them five minutes, I just be at the shop. I be like, dang. They're like, when I get here? I, I got to buzz myself in because I don't even remember walking there. In that five minutes, because it's so I serene, shit, I can zone myself out and be in the alpha state and already begin to think, right? Nah, bro, I, be, I be calling them uh, real-life loading screens. <laughs> really? Nah, <laughs> nah, you right? And so the reason why this works 
and as well as with the imagination is because the mind and the, well, the subconscious mind does not operate on logic. That's why your dreams are what they are. Ain't no rules there because ain't nothing told you when you get here, ain't nobody told you there's rules to this shit until someone tells you, until you go to school or until your parents reprimand you. Ain't nobody, you could probably fly if a motherfucker told you you couldn't do that. <laughs> you feel mm-hmm. me? If someone ain't tell you, nah, bro, you can't fly. You like, damn, I can't fly for real? <laughs> you don't know what you, kids think about when you playing with your toys and you having the most immersive plot. Because yeah, there's nobody there to off. tell you that, that shit right? real. Right? With the toys, you got Darth Vader fighting the Ninjago motherfuckers, and then you got the Transformers going to war with the G.I. Joe <laughs> soldiers, right? You know what I'm saying? And no one can tell you that's not real, but in your mind, the whole, the, it's just figures, it's just action figures, you just smash them together, but in your mind, it looked like a Transformers movie, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, everything how this operates, this public school and college, everything is logical, right? As if so think of logic almost with a concept of logic is just a reprimanded version of imagination. It's putting limits on the imagination, right? Mm-hmm. It's telling you, ah, there's a limit here, so you can't do that, right? You can't do this. So with that, this is where you got to think of the concept of oral traditions. Why were they so prevalent? Why were they so important? Because the oral traditions allow whoever was listening to use their imagination. It's oral. You don't know what they're talking about, but you have this this image of it right however it's appearing in your head is what it will show yourself to you as you see what i'm saying that's mm-hmm. at a principle that they knew needed to be passed on or like right? a lot of story a general basis of the story like whatever it is that they were saying but because it's oral the person who was speaking like however it came to them or manifested it, it itself within them is how we came out which right. is i so, guess you know mm-hmm. like in a western mind that makes you think like, oh, bro, it's not accurate. It's not accurate. Like anybody, it could change depending on who's saying it. But it's like in the ancient mind, you know, it's like that's how you get the full expression of the moral, right? It's well, you get- yeah. Think about like a deity, right? The deity might look different in other cultures, but the message is still the same, right? Think of Horus and mm-hmm. Cuckoo Klein. Oh, I thought that was my nigga up there. My my apologies. <laughs> I met the fuck. I seen someone I thought I knew for a second. I was about to say, hey, yo. But back to the topic. Um, yeah, it, that that whole principle exactly is how everything operates on that. When we're talking about the subconscious and oral traditions, what you are seeing is how it will present itself to you. But it doesn't. Okay, the story might change. Doesn't mean that the message and the principle isn't is different. It's just how it, so when someone draws what they saw in their dream, it's what they saw. That is, you know what I'm saying? That is specifically for them. That's why your dream is unique to you. That's why you can only express your dreams. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so the telling of a story will force the imagination, right? And for example, and this is how you know it's so important. You can't imagine an equation. The principle of an equation, so you can't imagine. Like if, let's just say you're born. When you hear an oral tradition about a story about a monster, you whatever a monster is to you, that's what it'll come to you in your mind. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If you four, you tell someone telling you about an equation x plus two, you think, what the fuck this motherfucker talking about? This shit ain't got it has no relevance. It doesn't even provoke imagination, right? Mm-hmm. So imagination allows you to go into the Zen mode a lot easier, right? Nah, that's facts. That's facts. Ain't nobody imagining. I mean, you got mathematicians out there. I mean, 
this, that's their thing. They actually are imagining, you know, equations and shit. But for the most part, like nigga, what the fuck? These letters. Even we can go deeper. We could even talk about the engineers and mathematicians. I can only speak from my perspective, but every nigga I asked that wanted to be an engineer ain't a single motherfucker told me. Well, I was so good at math. They said I want to be. No, they said they played with Legos, nigga. (laughs) They said I played with Legos and I was good with my hands. That's what provoked the thought of being an engineer. I ain't never met a twelve-year-old who woke up and said, "Man, I'm so good at math. I'm gonna be an engineer." That's not what provoked the imagination. And we their hands was. You know what I'm saying? Thinking like, oh man, what's the possibilities? Like what what you could build, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. But, and so the school teaching and public programming told you, no, 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 no. The engineering is not about what you can build with your hand. It's about the math. It's about the logical aspects of how realistic it is. And I can tell you it's bullshit because me and this internship right now as an engineer, mm-hmm. I ain't need a lick of math. I use my calculator. What are you talking about? I'll be doing two plus two. I'll be like 0.4 plus 0.6 like a, like a child. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> if anything, nah, if anything, nah, I, I, only I, use, I only use my imagination. It's literally, I'm designing stuff all day and putting stuff together with my hands. And sometimes I'd be like, dang, I'm not as good as I once was with my hands because I've been doing math for the last four years. You see mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Facts. They don't, they don't teach trades no more. Right? Mm-hmm. So it's not even about. So that's why I say what I say about an equation. It's not realistic for the mind to activate it, to activate the imagination. But that's why I said, I ain't never met no engineer who talking about some, yeah, I was uh, great at math. That's not what provoked it, being an engineer in the slightest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's like they use it to they use the math to discourage you from going into it. Now you into it and you don't need I don't even use the math. I had my manager come on, how much math you use? None. He was like, Yeah, me neither. I was like, bro, he like, I use my calculator all day. I said, Oh, oh this God. Is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> right? hmm And so essentially you can practice this zoning out to the chaos energy or to the chatter or the noise. So another important thing, I think when it comes to meditation. Wait, you mean, hold on, before you move on to the next, uh-huh. next point, you saying like using the zoning out to combat chatter or the noise? You can do both. So you like I said, you can use the Apple method envisioning something, right? Mm-hmm. You can do that. And okay. Do that, I see. You can, you can say, you're not even thinking about the chatter. You're zoning in. You activate an alpha state, or you could just simply quiet your mind, or you can quiet. You can close your eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And then you start hearing things. Something you ever like? You ever just start hearing your inside voice when you close your eyes and try to zone out? You like, why am I? What's the, what's these thoughts? That's the chatter, but that's not the chatter. That's your subconscious mind. You ever close your eyes and you just start thinking about a song or? A dance or something totally random, right? And you trying to think, how did that come in my head while I'm meditating? It wasn't random. That's mm. your subconscious mind trying to communicate with you. So you might be hearing I'm on one by Drake in your head. Okay, mm. you might need to go sit down and look at the lyrics because your subconscious mind is like, yo, it's a reason that's the first thing that came in your head. Out of all the things that could have came in your head when you close your eyes, why was that the case? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why was this what popped in my head? Why is that? So you can focus on the chatter and you can hear your subconscious mind trying to communicate with you, right? So is that kind of what they mean? Like, when you meditate, you know, you can have the thought, right? Let it pass. Acknowledge the thought. Just don't get caught up in it, right? Acknowledge- you might, like, you can, it's okay to, if you don't want to leave the state, no, but you might remember it. That's what write that down. No, you don't want to leave the state. You don't want to leave right. the state. That's why I acknowledge the thought, but 
come back to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. So when you come out and when you finish, whenever you lose concentration, you can no longer maintain that alpha wave state. You're like, okay, what's the things that came in my head? Okay, this, this, this. Those are things your subconscious mind is trying to tell you. Why is it trying to tell you that? That's for you to decide and for you to break down. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because what people always mess up is in meditation or dreams and after travel and all that. They want someone to tell them, what does this mean? Nigga, how am I supposed to know? It's yours. You know what I'm saying? It's literally yours for a reason. And so the, the perfection of this and the mastery of it is being able to then receive those messages and then be able to decipher them for yourself because it's only going to work for you, whatever you're being told. Right. It's your journey. You can't have, you or someone can have the exact same dream. It does not mean the same thing for y'all, right? Mm-hmm. It's essentially what you do with that information, what it means to your psyche, right? Because everybody experiences different things, so what it means to you and how you use it is totally different. And but and so that's what I mean by like chatting, right? And so of course I think the most important thing when it comes to meditation is breath control. Um oh, yeah, I see that in there. Down the conscious mind. So if that you can do a simple forecast that one, two, three, four, exhale, focus on that breath. Focusing on the breathing helps just as much as focusing on the apple, right? Because it's given that way you can give the conscious mind, the subconscious mind something to focus on, right? Oh, literally in this book I'm reading, the first thing they recommend when you meditate is to focus on like the tip of the nose when you breathe it and breath is something that you know we all do it unconsciously right because you don't got to tell your body to breathe you're going to breathe regardless and that's why you want to focus on it because it's something that happens all the time but now we trying to train that skill of being mindful of being present of like everything you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. focus on the air leaving your nostrils and the feeling of the air coming in back into your nostrils you know what i'm saying focus on right. the feeling of your lungs uh filling up with air and your lungs actually you know contracting when you you release the air it's like the breath and in the mind they go hand in hand and ever since i realized that boy, i be seeing it in so many forms of media like i be seeing it all in anime i be seeing it all in like pop culture, I'll be seeing it everywhere. From the moment, and you realize the program of it, but we, but it still was locked under the subconscious because they was. Let's be real. Every show would spit you some game that throw you a cool ass fight sequence right after. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> while you love both, you would have to dig back and be like, Nah, this show told me that after our last Airbender was talking about all the shit we talking about now. Nice. Yeah, Aaron. Remember, remember with the the fire uh firebenders? They were saying all this power really come from the breath. Mm-hmm. Is that you couldn't be a smoker in that world, boy? You be... Why this nigga engine fucked up? And so, and so the most important thing about it is that what somebody was you saying something? Nah, nah, nah. I was saying is that if you can't with meditation, if you can't envision it in your head prior to having it you can't manifest it right mm-hmm. if you can't imagine yourself in that place doing that thing feeling all five senses you can't have it because you're not even able to create it in the imaginary sense right that mean you don't believe it yeah you don't believe in yourself right you don't believe in it and you're not and you don't believe in your ability to do so 
That's what like, man, I manifest shit. Man, I manifest this, man, I manifest that. Well, where that? Man, motherfuckers don't want to manifest the good, this, this, and that, and yet that seed it hit there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the good thing about everything is that none of this the occult, spiritual, nothing is absolute. There is no one way is better than every way. And so I'm gonna give some methods that uh I use. I'm gonna use my two favorites, which I didn't just come up with myself. I learned these specifically from uh I learned these from Brother Panic too. So if you listen to Brother Panic or any occult people, you can listen to that. I just only referencing them, mainly the first one, because I utilize it the most and it helps. I have another way, but it's like more personal on how I do it. But the main two that I can suggest anyone to try are my favorite, which is you imagine this funnel above your head, right? And what you're pouring into this funnel is whatever you want to manifest. So if you want to say car, money, good health, whatever, you have to imagine that going into the funnel and you have to imagine it streamlining into your consciousness. Like imagine like you pouring something out of a bottle and it's streaming just directly into that third eye, that pineal gland, right? And while you're doing it, you the, the, the catch is you have to stay focused on that for as long as possible. And when you break your concentration, stop. Because if you let other flows throw into that funnel, you throwing that shit and fucking up your, you know what I'm saying? You fucking up your drink. You know what I'm mm. saying? So if you sit in there and you letting the stream, so if you're just thinking prosperity, 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 goddamn cancer. And you're just like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so you might want to go ahead and stop that motherfucker because you, 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 are almost, you almost setting yourself up for failure. Not saying you didn't meditate, but you're diluting it, right? Or like you said, you can let the chatter fall in that funnel and let and feed you that information so you can remember it and write that down for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The other method works very effectively, and if you can if you can do it successfully, it does you a lot of benefits. It's just side effect. <laughs> the side effect, I guess, essentially, you're, you're moving your head counterclockwise and or clockwise, mm-hmm. you're doing that consistently while rolling your eyes in the back of your head, and you meditate and so you're forcing yourself into that, it's, it's, it's ain't going into the avatar state, right, you're mm-hmm. forcing yourself there, you see what I'm saying but do not do this in public no, because <laughs> <laughs> nah, the thing is, it will make you dizzy and that's what you want, you're forcing yourself to go on this alpha state where you're zoning out right and so it works the same. And this way, of course, you know you get in there if you feel dizzy. Like, and I'm not saying try it and put your health or jeopardy or something. I'm just saying it's if it doesn't work for you, if it sounds unappealing, it sounds unappealing, and you're not obligated to try it. However, there's a multitude of ways in which you can meditate in order to achieve what you want. You have to find what works best for you. I know motherfuckers that meditate laying down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> laying on their back, laying on their stomach. You can meditate wherever you feel comfortable. You don't have to be in lotus and make you think that you mean something, you sitting there flying loaded looking like a praying mantis don't make you better than the dude who's doing it in the tub. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's about the results. That's what all that shit is about. And what you meditate to doesn't matter. If certain music helps you achieve that alpha state, that works for you. And that's it ain't nothing wrong with that. So you shouldn't feel ashamed of how you meditate or what you meditate to. It's like somebody out there meditating the NBA young boy. You know what I'm saying? Really? It's crazy. I don't know, but I'm just throwing some stuff out there, crazy. right? And yeah. that's pub. That's that. That's that programming that makes you think that there has to be a certain way, has to be a right way to do shit. It's bogus, right? And 
that comes from public school teaching telling you, oh, you have to do it this way. So you might have been, you might have been trying meditating for a year and you just can't get that lotus position because it makes you uncomfortable or it hurts your back or some shit. Oh, and I realize, think about, think about how in math, you know how in math is more than one way to do a problem, but they tell you, you got to do this one way. Mm-hmm. You got to, but you're like, yo, this way quicker and it's more efficient, but you still need to know this way. Why? It yields me no benefit. It's not easier. It doesn't yield my results how I like them. Why would I do it? It's like when you learn in factoring and them niggas talking about complete the square. You know what I'm talking about? Or repeated, repeated. Like regular factoring. You could do like, it was like three ways to factor shit. You know what I'm talking about? Yes, I, I, bro. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> and you had completing the square, which was completely useless. Because you can use the the regular factoring method, and you had one that did that did with like fractions or some shit. And basically, of course, like do it by completing the square. What does this show you? If I if I factor every other question perfectly, but I got to complete the square, there's one and I miss it. It improves that I don't know it. It just proves that method is not effective for me. You see what I'm saying? All these years, the repeated addition. Now see, think about that, and I apply that to real life outside of the school setting. You got all these methods that are possible, but you only using the method that they probably told you was the best one. Right? Mm -hmm. Or they told you this is the method everyone uses. You might like the unorthodox method. That might work better than you, but they tell you, oh, you really shouldn't use it. Not many people use it, but if you like it and it works for you, why shouldn't you use it? You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. That's And that's how, that's another part of the programming. So, if that's if that's happening in that setting and that's being programmed for years and years or as long as you're doing math or whatever, it's gonna hop up in the same way in your life. And so that's what repetition makes. Repetition is programming of the conscious mind, right? And the subconscious. And another great example, nice. honestly, I would say literature kind of helps you, but then it fucks you up when you get to school because okay, the biggest question, and I used to, I used to always hate this shit, right? They used to tell you what what did you interpret? After reading this excerpt, and you tell them they're like, that's incorrect. Well, how? It's my interpretation. Like the author wanted you to feel this. I'm like, but that's not what it made me feel. I, I interpret. You know, your interpretation could be wrong. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. They, they, they trying. They want what they want to ask is, what did he mean? They ain't asking right. that question. They, they ask, what they you say, interpreted. What right? did you interpret this as? And your interpret. If your interpretation is too offset from what the writer wrote, why did you ask me the question? Because if you wanted to know what I thought. I gave you that. I thought this was rubbish. <laughs> what you mean, this man talking about the non, <laughs> talking about the bubonic plague, bro? I thought he was just a nasty motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? The interpretating, he just should let that girl go, bro. I'm sorry, like, right? And so I think that represents how programmed our minds are to how it. We feel like it's always a right answer to how to do things versus it's just how it should work. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Why do you think there's so many books about everything, about all this occult science? Everybody got their own methods, right? Or some people have multiple methods on one thing, or it's just information being utilized as more stuff is coming out, right? Or based on their experiences. But I think an even bigger thing, as you get used to meditation, you have to know why you're meditating or what you even meditating for, mm-hmm. right? Some people meditate, you don't know what you're meditating for. So, uh, someone they're trying to see this apple trying to focus on getting better. So let's say you got that down pat. Now you just meant to say you're not sure exactly what you're doing it for. So let's just say, I guess that's what I said earlier about the chatter. You close your you close your eyes. Two minutes later, you just kind of start the voices start coming back. You like, bro, 
I keep hearing this, or you thinking about something your homie said last week, you should write that down. Mm-hmm. That's the subconscious mind communicating with you. Because there's no time limit in which you have to, you can meditate for 30 minutes before you finally get into that alpha wave. You see what I'm saying? Or whatever state. There's no time limit on how long you got to. It's really about how long you can maintain that alpha state. Right? Mm-hmm. And we've tuned out so much of our subconscious that we don't know. We don't, I think it's gotten harder for people to realize when they are even in the meditative state. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Most people don't even know if they're there. Say what? Like not realizing that they're in the meditative state during meditation. Or that or they, they might not know what it looks like or what it feels like. You see what I'm saying? Okay. I you see. could be meditating for 30 minutes, but you don't really know what you did for 30 minutes. You see what I'm saying? You didn't know what to look for, which is why I which is why and we that we mentioned this earlier when you zoning out, like when you zoning out walking or zoning out in your car, you drive for 30 minutes, now you home or back to your apartment. You're like, yo, I don't even remember driving. That's the kind of feeling you're looking for. You see what I'm saying? Because that's mm-hmm. the alpha state. That's documented as being an alpha state of the mind, right? Mm. I see. And so it's only harder for some people to meditate because they don't. They never knew what they was looking for to begin with. And it's funny because this is how politics works. This is how preachers work at any you know religious organization. They they talk, they want their audience to be in theta. In alpha in the alpha state, and they do this through neuro linguistic uh, programming, right? And, and I, it sounds astronomical when I say neuro linguistic, but it's very simple because everybody does it. So, for example, I could say, "Us three are on a podcast right now. We're talking about meditation. We all have our own stories about meditation, but I'm gonna tell the story for you. You feel me?" You see how that inflection right there, think about how the preachers talk, right? How they get everybody in that moment. They are all here today in that church. Yes, bro. You're all here today be good at saying shit. And guess who yes, brought us here today? God. And you're like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then they go back, and then they go back to little Oh, God. And, but they be you like, be they be like, but God. And you like, about but. Your sleep. And be like, but God is here to help us today. And you you realizing because what it's doing is it's saying things that are actually truthful to begin with. Because, okay, we are in the church. We all are in here today. We It is a nice, bright, bright sunny day outside. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so you say things that the mind and the ego can agree with because it's, it's factual. You know what I'm saying? Yes, it is sunny outside. Yes, we are in the church. So I'm going to listen to you. Then you tell them it's because of God or I'm doing it. You see what I'm saying? You can divert the, the conscious and the subconscious mind to go with what you're saying because the ego and everything is agreeing with it because you ain't say nothing. You ain't say a lie yet. So you can sleep the programming in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So think of how politicians do it. Politicians, they hit you with the we are all standing here today to represent our fallen people or the, the issue that we are facing today. And you're like, motherfucking we? Like, this ain't really got nothing to do with me, but now it's a we issue. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now it's us. Now it's about us. And so they bring you into this, and it's called neuro-linguistic uh, programming. And matter of fact, I'm going to give y'all two books that I picked up about this. Actually, I'm going to give y'all three books that's really going to help out. So one is called How Highly Effective People Speak by Peter D. Andre. It's about people using neuro-linguistic programming. And there's one called the ultimate guide to, le- 
to neurolinguistic programming. <laughs> my, my Kyle Faber. Those are the two books I picked up that I read on that. And the third book you can use is called Dark Psychology One on One, but I do not remember the author because I don't have it on me. But those are all great books that talk to you about how the subconscious mind works, what initiates it, what programs it, et cetera, et cetera. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so these people, they want you to zone out because that's how they talk to you through their subconscious. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you saw how simple it was. You saw immediately how you remember when the preachers do it. Everything's all monotone. They they talking at that level. That's that frequency. So you you're initially you're listening to them. And boom, the inflection of their voice happens. You like yo, what the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? But you but you still brought in. You know what I'm saying? Boom, and they do that. Not only does the alpha state operate, uh, well, not only are they activating you in that alpha state, getting you to zone out, but the meditative state or the alpha state also activates your heart chakra. And so the reason why people jump up Holy Spirit is because it's speaking to the heart chakra. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You ain't even feeling the Holy Spirit. Instead of they talking to your heart chakra. You see what I'm saying? Now that's where shit get deep for real, for real. Right? How would you know the difference? And so understanding that programming and how it's used, not only will it help you understand when it's being used against you you'll be able to just i feel i believe that off of me saying this alone you can you will be able to recognize whenever someone is using it to you now because you're aware of it too and once you make the mind aware of something it will remember that shit you know what i'm saying what the programming uh, so i'm saying specifically the neuro-linguistic programming so next time you hear someone doing it you will be able to recognize oh i know what they're doing you see what i'm saying mm-hmm. yeah, they're just trying to play me but it'll be more clear now because you're aware that it's an actual tactic that everyone does. And this ain't nothing new. Nigga, they teach bet, they teach salesmen to do this. They teach I was gonna say this is not nothing, this is not nothing that's oh my god, only the top 10% of people in the world know about neuro. Nigga, they teaching the most the dude in the corner know the water boys know how to do this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the water boys down the road know how to do this. They hit you. Well, now nah, they be a little more wild now. But I'm be like, hey man, you need some water. Come on, man, we need some water. And you like, all right, bro. You know what I'm saying? We need a cat. They get you like that. This ain't nothing new. This has been used for forever. And it's it's a very it's so simple yet so effective, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I told y'all I was going in. Y'all thought I was playing. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I told you I had to jump on lock. The meditation has really been going crazy. And so another technique that I've uh, really realized to start understanding, especially if I heard more confirmations from other people in meditating or just like other people who teach and lecture is that that uh, I, I've always experienced it, but I never really understood it. And I think at the time I didn't understand it because I wasn't ready for it. And it wasn't until recently. So I started experiencing it again and could finally confront it. So you ever realize, for you know, if you stare at the sun and then you turn away from the sun, you can still see like the light mm-hmm. in your eyes and stuff, but you're not even looking at it no more, but you still see an accurate reflection of that. Have you ever closed your eyes when meditating in a dark space and you kind of see some light? Maybe one. I thought I was tripping. Nah, see, and so that's a whole tactic. That's a whole, and this is where we're about to get a little deeper. So that's you turning yourself inward. Right, so you tuning out from the actual outside reality, and that's where you go into that new light. That's where you're going for information. That is new information 
presenting itself to you in real time. And so as that light reveals itself to a some to you, sometimes people gonna turn away from it because that's what they call facing your demons, right? So if you ever seen people who've done meditation, my myself, because at one point I didn't know what the fuck I was looking at. So I said, I open my eyes and say, Yep, <laughs> we're gonna call it a day. You might some people express start seeing faces. They say the lights start open, they start seeing faces. And this is what they would call facing your demons. So you would see these grotesque looking creatures or figures and they might spook you and you might like, what the hell am I looking at? So if you stay in the light long enough in that moment and accept it, this is what you might be doing. And the, the trick is when you accept that this is your demons or your problems or what you came here to do, those things might then begin to show themselves as angels or aliens or whatever the fuck you your mind showing you that you want to see you see what i'm saying mm. that's where the whole that's where all that shit come from from facing really facing what they say facing your demons from meditating sitting and when you it, it happens to me often now not not often to the sense like i'm seeing the faces non-stop but i'm saying i'm seeing glimpses of light all over the place every uh, a lot more frequently when i meditate now you see what i'm saying and to you it's like signs that you on the right path yeah it's almost it's almost like a, it's like a checkpoint right and so if you aren't ready for that when you experience that you there's nothing wrong with turning away and you just aren't ready for that you see what i'm saying because mm-hmm. i'm only bringing this now because i've only experienced it recently and i didn't know what exactly it was that i was seeing until i heard someone speak about it and said oh that's what that was all right then you know what i'm saying <laughs> And so that's how you really learn what your goal here is on this plane, right? And when I say goal, I ain't talking about niggas on some, yeah, I'm here to help people. Yeah, that's bullshit. That's bullshit. I'm telling anybody that said that shit is bullshit. You don't meditate, you don't come out to some, my here, my goal is to help people. That's not what you're going to come out with the information from. You're going to figure out your purpose as in, dang, I'm here because I need to experience this. See, you know what I'm saying? Or I need to do this because this activates this so I can get the fuck out of here. You know what I'm saying? Because if you were really here born to help and heal people, you would have been doing that from as young as you. It, it wouldn't have been nothing you had to find. You see what I'm saying? You'd be doing that. You know someone that's like, Yo, I've been doing this since I was about five years old. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? It's the energy that go with that. For all we know, we could say Kobe was hit a ball and we nigga balling since he was little with his. Since he, you know what I'm saying? Since he was the size of one. You see what I'm saying? and so so the goal is about yourself and so for example this is why let's say if you ever met someone that didn't really know what they want to do after high school and you ask and they ask an adult what should i do they don't know because it's about you that's what they always tell you uh college or the military or some shit you know what i'm saying it's like some places they hope will help you find what it is that you want to do but at the end of the day, that's still a decision that you got to make on your own. That's a decision you have to make, right? So at that, with that saying, you can't judge nobody for whatever they actually doing in life. Because for all you know, you don't know what their purpose is. I told people, before, it's somebody who came down here just to suck dick. It's somebody who came down here just to die. Like, it, you think it sounds harsh and immoral, but that's the point. And it's funny because people be saying, oh, yeah, I'm meditating. Everyone got their goal in life. And then they're like, yo, my sister or my girl want to strip now. I, I, I don't understand. How you know that ain't her purpose? How you know the movements ain't activated her, uh, her sacral chakra, nigga? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you get to talking like that and understanding that everybody got a purpose, you can look at things differently. You can understand, well, that shit ain't got nothing to do with me. That's their journey. So what, 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 what do I gain from telling them how to live their journey? 
You know what I'm saying? What, what do you lose? You actually lose some shit worried about other people. You lose you know, what, what do you gain from trying to... I'm trying to help the community. I'm trying to help them. We need to stop this happening. You don't know what that do purpose for, but you don't want to come to the terms of this place. It's chaotic that you... No one wants to hear, oh, that motherfucker came here to die. And you could tell, and I can, I can, I can further give a little evidence to that point. You ever heard of the uh, mysterious thing where like babies would just die out of nowhere? Y'all ever heard that? Like it would be like a week after they're born, hundred percent perfect vitals, and the mother would come back to the crib, and the baby is passed on, and they do the autopsy. Not a single thing is wrong with the child. That person came down here. Go, yep. I'm out. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? They go to come uh, back in yeah. for that next two days. But you don't want to tell yourself that because it sounds immoral, right? Mm-hmm. The, the case of it sounds unbelievable, unreasonable. But if there's nothing wrong with the child that could have caused sudden death, what other rationale is there? You're thinking logical still. You see what I'm saying? Mm. Cool, this game. Crazy right now, boy. <laughs> right? Because yeah. I was, how, how else would you explain the phenomenon? Knowing this, knowing what we're talking about, what else explains that phenomenon of a autonomous death with no issues whatsoever? Man, I just want to know how that baby had the option to know that <laughs> it's gonna get worse. He said, he said the, the motherfucker said two minutes in, so he closed the flip phone. He like, hey, you talking about? <laughs> he took that. He got that first diaper change and was like, ah, nah, man. You know, I understand exactly what I was here to be, <laughs> and so. This is about you and the energies of the universe. I'm going to also call out some old bullshit. It's like, and you know, I used to one too being myself. This is that whole tip shit, you know, when you were younger. And it's only different for me because it's grown people still talking like this. But in my defense, I was like 17. So it made perfect sense for me at the time. But mm-hmm. I would, we would say shit like, oh, the universe told me. You're just replacing the universe with God. Are you not? Because the universe sounds very sim- simplistic to the same. The universe, and I said this before, the universe means song. Unit means what one. Verse means part of a song. So you go within your song self to find your verse that fits in with the universe, my nigga. Everybody ain't got the same verse. Everybody got their own verse. You might have a chorus. You might have the bridge. You got the outro, the intro. But you got to find yours and find where it resonates within the universe. That is your purpose. Not... The universe told me I should. Because now you're just replacing that with God. The same way niggas replace it with vegetables. The same place where people replace it with whatever they want to replace it with. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can't believe in the universe and all that. But the universe don't give a fuck about you. The the, the earth could blow up the same way whatever star just blew up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> there ain't no, there's no rules out here. You know what I'm saying? Imagine that humanity could be wiped out in the blink of an eye. And you worried about crypto. (laughs) 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 Put it it into rationale. We can get struck by a meteor boom. We talking about some. Nigga, when the next crypto boom coming up? Or when, uh, who playing the Lakers? You know what I'm saying? And you think it's, I'm not saying you can't enjoy it while you're here, but you also got to understand on a larger scale for yourself, this means absolutely nothing. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. (laughs) The crystal's not going to save you. The CMOS not about to save you. The fruit not about to save you. The fruit tired of you eating them for all you know. I'm not saying that you can't take those to make the earthly body more better because I do those things. But I'm saying they can't become your God. They can't come and replace them with whatever you're trying to escape. 
You feel me? What that reminds me. What's that line Dr. Strange always be using? He be like, the in the grand calculus of the universe, this matters. Yeah, 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 yeah. He be like in the grand scales of the universe, this is a small whatever, whatever, some shit like that. And mm-hmm. shit only works on this plane because you allow it to. Right? So mm-hmm. the same way someone's saying, I only feel this good because I started taking CMOS or because I started working out. Well, you believe it is. And I'm not saying it doesn't have actual results. That's not what I'm saying. But you are also giving the power to it because it's the same way ginger ale works. You could look on that bottle. Ain't no <laughs> damn piece of ginger in that thing. But, in but your mama community, told you you drink that. And you, you know lay down, you your stomach hurt, I feel stomach great. Hurt, huh? <laughs> when your stomach hurt and you drank the ginger ale, what the fuck happened? You burped and your ass felt good as new because you gave the ginger the power, especially when you're young, because your imagination is at top capacity. So in that moment, you literally were better off the goddamn ginger ale. And it wasn't even real, it was Canada Dry. It wasn't even the real ain't even the real ginger ale. <laughs> it wasn't even the real ginger ale. Canada Dry. You know what I'm saying? And it still had the same effect, which only goes to show the power is lost. All folks fucking to do with meditation is getting back to where we were as children. And that's the funniest thing about it. Because your energy and your power was stronger when you was a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I told y'all we was going in this one, didn't I? I told y'all. <laughs> That's real shit. Any closing thoughts before we close this episode out? Nah. Uh... <laughs> I told y'all I was going to go like on a 15, 20 minute on the street prior to the recording. Y'all thought I was playing. Oh, oh no, I, I, quite, I definitely believe you. I don't know. I've been on my bad. I've been on nah, bad meditation. Bro, I ain't gonna lie, bro. This, this whole time has been making me want to meditate. I'm <laughs> <laughs> it, it kind of, trying to see my inner thoughts. All right. I, I can attest how I can say my state, my life. Aaron, Aaron, I'm not gonna lie. Whatever you're saying, we can't hear you. Oh, but, my fault. My fault is the wind. Y'all hear me now? Yeah. <laughs> Wind was blowing. But where I'm at is a testament to how I've been moving in terms of understanding self. Because everything you want going to come when you want to learn self. You want more money, learn yourself. Learn what generates you money. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Versus, oh, he got rich off of this. Yeah, he did, my nigga. How are you going to get rich off of that, though? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's not for you. Everybody can't be in real estate. Everybody can't be in crypto. Everybody ain't going to be an investor. You see what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And I'm not saying you can't do that, but that's not that might not get you rich because that's not what you want. You might not even be here. To, you might come here just to be broke. Y'all think I'm playing about this thing. You might just come here to die. You might supposed to be until you're 33 and then dip. Like Jesus. Like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> but on that note, y'all, we're going to close this episode. I appreciate for tuning in, man. I, I really want to do this episode, man. I was sitting meditating. I was like, ooh, right, this is the episode right here. <laughs> nah, this is, a good, this is a good one, though. We're firing all cylinders. I like it. Yeah, facts, facts. So y'all already know how to do with the outro, man. Yes, sir. From the Grand Poobah. From Man the Kings. <laughs> and from Kings to Gods. This has been Fresh for Entertainment. Peace, family. Peace, family. And we outie. I stole it. <laughs>